Of course Cheyenne would choose to go on the MWO podcast while I'm here on my vacation in beautiful Punta Cana with my gorgeous fiance celebrating her birthday, but I'm happy that Cheyenne is finally part of the Major Pod community over the last few months after years of begging him and telling him how cool everybody is. So he's got an amazing story, super inspirational, and I can't wait for everybody to hear it. And hopefully he tells some great stories of me pre-Major Pod, but I hope he gets his story across and I'm proud of how far he's come over the last few years. And I saw it nearly 20 years ago in our backyard fed uh, when we were feuding as J.R. Scar and Cheyenne McMahon. We're still tied 2-2 in a draw, so might have to have that rematch at an FWF event one day. Enjoy, guys, because when you're listening to MWO, you're listening to it for life. Wait, that was our for life podcast slogan. Anyways, see you guys. The following announcement has been paid for by the Major World Order. Hello and welcome to another new episode of the Major World Order Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Billy Walter Peck. I am a ring announcer for PWP Live, Omaha, Nebraska's longest running wrestling organization. And with me is... It's Husfar! A.K.A. the Major Mark Kid. A.K.A. Handsome Husfar. A.K.A. Heartbreak Husfar. A.K.A. in... In two days... Call me Chesapeake Bay Husbar, because I'll be in Baltimore for Live 13. And with us is... The Big Jake Boski, the Sean Kemp of wrestling figure collecting the Major Mad Hatter. Jake, don't call me Bray Wyatt. Welcome to the latest edition of the Major World Order podcast, where it's just too sweet. Zilla. Ooh, with the Zilla. Yeah. Uh, more of a King Kong guy myself, but... Uh, <laughs> Um, yes, welcome to the show. Thank you for uh, you know being uh, listeners and and maybe if you're a Patreon subscriber viewer um, at Patreon.com/slash/MajorWorldOrder or YouTube.com/slash/MajorWorldOrder where you can check out uh, different definitely different videos and unboxings and uh, you know in your house and vlogs and all kinds of different things. Also, if you're not already, please check us out on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Major World Order. M W O O O. So yeah, uh, again, excited to, to be doing another week's worth of episodes. We are uh, we are approaching that 100th episode mark here here pretty soon. Uh, so you know, again, thank you for being along for the ride, and for those who haven't been along for the ride. Uh, we are, you know, big supporters of the major wrestling figure podcast community, interviewing uh, different personalities and people from within that group, and um, you know, just just having fun with them. Uh, so, you know, if if you're a fan, oh, no. of, like, <laughs> yes, there's two of them. <laughs> 
if you're watching, you understand what's going on. Uh, you know, look, all this is based around wrestling and wrestling figure collecting and things of that nature. And and from time to time, you might see a host or a guest playing with their toys while we record. So, um, you know, some of, some of the other things that you might encounter while um, being part of this community would be the hashtag major fitness challenge. And something that can help you out with your fitness challenge would be some workhorse fitness. Are you ready to start your major fitness challenge but don't know what supplements to take? Well, the Major World Order has the answer for you. Workhorse Fitness. Not only does Workhorse Fitness have pre-workout, BCAAs, and iso whey protein, they also have greens, melting point fat burner, and active wear. So you can look great while lifting weight. Use code MWO10 at checkout and you'll receive 10% off your entire order. So visit WorkhorseFitness.com and remember to use code MWO10 to save 10%. That's right, guys. Workhorse Fitness has all your needs for the major fitness challenge. So don't forget to visit WorkhorseFitness.com and remember to use code MWO10 to save yourself 10% at checkout. How far did you uh, place your order yet? Uh, so actually, I was just about to say, so I just uh, signed up this week for that uh, that program that mm-hmm. is being offered at Create-A-Pro. Um, uh, not through Create-A-Pro, it's uh, through friends of Create-A-Pro. Um, they actually today, um, they did an open house uh, after the practice ended. Um, you know, obviously I'm not there, but, um, I know it's going on today. Uh, so I signed up for that. So, uh, I will be placing my order with oh, yeah. Workhorse Fitness for some new supplements to, to get it back on track. Nice buddy. Can't wait to see your updated results. Now I'm excited. Would that, um, would that workout program be squared circle strength and conditioning? Yes, it is. So it's right. uh, it's stoked, stoked athletic. Billy knows more about it than you do. No, I know about it. Uh, I just didn't know if I was allowed to um to. Talk they have about a Twitter it. page. No, no, I know. I just it's didn't. a secret society, and nobody can know about it. Okay, Billy. It's only Andrew and his friends at Cap know about it. That the only so reason sh- why I know about it is because one of the main people running it has shared it. Yes. So, so I don't it's, think it's quite a secret. It's not. No, that's what I found out this week. So uh, yeah, it's it's a stoked athletics, and it's through the squared circle. Um, I, I I think they are a like a service that you know has an app and you know has all the the workouts on the app and everything because I downloaded the app and everything. So yeah, so I just signed up and we're getting started. I think he said a week and a half. So very, very soon, and I'll have to get some workhorse fitness supplements to uh, supplement my workouts. That's right. (laughs) B-E-A, beautiful. Love it. That's right. Okay, well, let's go ahead and bring on our guest. Yes. Now, people uh, within the major pod community may have started to see him, uh, you know, pop up in like the Facebook group from time to time uh, over the last number of months. Um what uh you know within this community at least more people may know him as being like the best friend of purple best wishes shirt guy and um you know ron is really good 
at like, I mean, he's a, he's a professional editor, um, you know, for like TV stations and stuff. And he's very good about, uh, you know, creating, you know, documentaries and and stuff of that nature. And he put one out, Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe a year ago at this point, um, talking about like his, um, his backyard days. And one of the big, uh, people within that is our guest. Um, he is known as the voice Cheyenne Ortiz. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for having yeah. me so much. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. And I also heard that um, you might be a long lost, distant cousin of Aaron Ortiz. You know, maybe. Ooh, okay. All right. <laughs> he, he hosts the Saturday night yard sale. Um, yes, over, I, over. I, I am a. Uh, <laughs> I, I try my best to scratch in for the yard right, sales. Right, right. The yard sales, no offense to anybody, including um, Matt and Brian, might be the best thing about <laughs> for me oh. for joining in the group because I caught up on a lot of Legends <laughs> figures that Target oh, was, yeah, yeah. was just totally playing me on here in the city through um, through the yard sales. So shout out real quick to uh, Jeff Noise. Am I saying it right? Oh Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Jeff yeah. Noise, who's also Billy, uh, he's a wrestler. I don't know if you mm-hmm. know that. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think I, I knew. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jeff Noise and, uh, yeah. oh, I feel like such a jerk right now. Now, are these people that you've, like, gotten figures from? Yeah, it's Jeff Noise, and to be honest with you, I've dealt with him the most, but there's someone, oh, man, Shadow? I feel so bad because he was the nicest dude, and he actually did my first deal with me. Um, oh, that's awesome. It's hard to remember because well, you, you deal with so many people in the group. Yeah, because right. here's the thing, like yeah. in the major group, say whatever, but like I've done a lot of figure deals over the last right. few years on Facebook oh, yeah. d- mm. before this was even a thing. Right. Sure, sure. I've been like, you know, I've been doing this for a while now since sure. I've been probably buying figures through Facebook 2017, 2018. Oh, wow. So I nice. so like the, the contacts early. that yeah. I have are um are you know, a lot of times I'll be surprised if somebody's in the major group because they're already in so many damn groups. Uh-huh. Um, like, for example, uh, Charlie Backham, I've done a ton of deals with. But there's one gentleman I feel like a dirtbag right now. He was my first ever deal in the major group. Um, and I bought off of him one of my holy grails, uh, a signed Flair Hasbro. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I had I had a Hasbro mock. And, of course, I was like, okay. I'm going to, you know, save this, blah, 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 blah. And then I bought a second one. The idea being I'll have one signed, one unsigned. Yeah. And then this gentleman <clears throat> had one for such a great price. Uh, and he's in the major group. He's a public speaker, actually. And he was commending me on my YouTube page. And oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I feel I feel like a jerk bag right now. But he was, well, great. you know, it, like like yeah. you said, you know, uh, there's there's so many interactions within the group. And especially yeah. like if you're going through the th- call it what it actually is the thursday night flea market yeah (laughs) um you know uh i mean that's just going like crazy and like you know especially if you you might be making several deals with people so you know it's very possible that you could um you know lose lose that that oh for sure original contact yeah you know i know that there's several people that i you know i've done the same thing with you know it's like Mm -hmm. you have an, an interaction with them two years ago and then something else comes up and it's like, I don't even remember talking to this person. Yeah. And then I, I get, and Bosch will tell you this. I'm sure he hasn't, but he can testify. 
I get a ton of stuff. I order a ton of stuff. I win a ton of stuff because I'm still very active in raffles, which is kind of how Facebook groups for figures started. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, and today alone, I probably ballpark. You don't see it because because in the shot, I'm trying to make it look like I'm a presentable human being. But <laughs> I kid you not, today alone, I probably opened a dozen figures. Wow. Yeah. Damn. You know? Uh, yeah. And, and don't let the background fool you. It, it, it's it's messy in here. And yeah, so <laughs> if you're hearing this, if you listen, you know who you are. Tag me and say, hey, it's me. <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, you know, obviously we, we will get into, you know, a lot more of, you know, your collecting, your uh, <laughs> career in wrestling and all of that. But, you know, let's let's start from that beginning. All right. Uh, hey, Husfar, you want to take this one? Yeah, let's do it. Um, <laughs> okay. So the first question is, how did you first uh, get introduced into wrestling? Uh, well, if we're being honest, the first time I ever started on a professional level, well, as you guys know, if you saw the, the if you saw Bosch's um, documentary, yeah. um, I I started as a backyard wrestler, which is something that I don't talk about often. It's one of very, very few regrets that I have in life. I should have never done it, but it's one of those things that if I didn't do it, I would have not met certain people and networked, you know, type of thing. Hmm. Um, But I do regret it. I have, I have aches and pains that I still wake up from to this day because of that. Sure. Um, And, and anyone who thinks that, Oh, I was a backyard wrestler. So the, the, the experience plateaus. Yeah, the experience plateaus. It's not a ring, and even if you know how to land properly, but you guys are on a playground. Yeah, well, not only that, you know, it's compressed tire. Sure, it's compressed tire, and you think oh, tire gives to that. Yeah, Yeah, you think tire rubber, it bounces. No, tire it it bounces because there's air in it. Yeah, and it's one of those surfaces in 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 mankind. So I will take a wrestling ring with steel beams, wood, and a little bit of foam any day. Yeah, over. Over, uh, especially dead center, right, Hus? <laughs> over, oh, yeah. uh, over, uh, over some recycled tire. Uh, so I started off with that, and that's where I met Bosch and a couple other people, uh, including. Um, we never wrestled in the same places, but I also met Santana and Ortiz. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So I've known them. You know, I'm I'm 31, and I've known them since I'm about 13. Yeah. Um, and I'm the only person to date that can say that they have called. A backyard Santana and Ortiz match and an indie Santana and Ortiz match. So I got to get to a dark match, I guess. Yes. Oh. Yes. So that's one. You got to you got to put that call into them. Yeah, that's one of the few Horowitz things that I give myself. (laughs) Absolutely. No, for sure. Thanks. So uh, there was that, and um, then about twenty, I think it was twenty eleven. Some of the guys that I uh, that I backyarded with were trying it professionally in a, in a real ring, proper training in a real arena and stuff like that. And um, they needed a, a ring announcer. And in the backyard days, I was the commentator, the ring announcer, the timekeeper, the this, the that, or whatever. Yeah. So I said, yeah, sure. Why not? It was one of those things. Like if I don't do it, you know, I'm never going to do it. And I tried it. I was in a ring for the first time in an arena at the old ACE arena on Sip street um, in union city, New Jersey. And it was for uh MVW wrestling, they were running at the old Ace Arena, and I did about two or three shows for them uh, just before Ace had lost that old building and became a traveling show. So I just kind of gave it up. I was still in, I was 21 at the time, and I was still in a very Ric Flair phase of my life. 
and I was partying and girls and making stupid decisions and stuff like that. And then um, one of the same people that reached out to me in 2011 reached out to me again in 2014. And they were like, hey, you know, like, what are you doing? And I was like, nothing. And it was like, do you want to give this another shot? And uh, I did. And I signed up and I got trained uh, by Ace for Wrestling in spring of 2014. I went to WrestleMania 30. Um, my first ever WrestleMania was WrestleMania 30. I went to that. Awesome. Um, and I went to the whole experience. I fan access because to me, I was like, oh, this is my last time that I'm ever going to be a fan. You know, that was the right, mentality right. that I had. <laughs> that I was like, yeah. oh, after, after this, I'm, I'm never going to be a fan again. So I did Mania. Mm-hmm. I did everything to the nines. It was a great experience. If anybody was at WrestleMania 30, they could tell you it's probably one of the last bet, one of the last best accesses that they ever ran. And that's not a knock on WWE, but if you compare it to other accesses mm. since then in other states, including the one um Husfar, we didn't meet yet, but the one in, in Brooklyn for thirty was that thirty four, thirty three, whatever that one was yeah. here again, that was not that great. Um Yeah, the one in like the big warehouse. Yeah, and the big warehouse the that uh that half the people didn't even know there was a back section to it. Yep. Yeah, it was not it was not great. Um so yeah, 2014, spring of 2014, I started with Ace Pro Wrestling hosting their weekly show Overdrive. And and then now the rest is history. Look at you now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just celebrated 8 years. Congrats. Congratulations, um, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. It, you know, 8 years um I've met and seen a lot of people, believe it or not. Sunny Kiss is a dear dear friend of mine. Sunny is a year ahead of me in the business, so I know Sunny very well. Obviously, Santana and Ortiz. Santana and Ortiz and I, we we know each other, but we're not friends like even at the level of me and Sonny. We know each other. We've got tons of common friends. We always shake hands and have small talk, but me and Sonny are friends. Um, MJF started a year after me, and a lot of MJF's early matches were at Ace. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else can I tell you? Uh, yeah, a lot. Willow. I was there when Willow oh, wow. first started. Willow. Who you know, obviously Ring of Honor now AEW and back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of my trainers was Jay Lethal. You know, Damn. so you know, I, I've uh, I've been around. You know, I know people are ten. So that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> did um did you now did you watch wrestling growing up like as a kid like did you you know or did you just get into it just from backyarding? No, no, no. I was I was um I was always into it. It wasn't. It wasn't like a, we could say this because we're all in the same age group. Like one of the beneficial things that happened to me was that, right, I'm, bo- I'm born in 90, wrestling blows up 97, 98. So like everybody's watching it. So I didn't have to go through the whole, oh, you're a wrestling fan thing until like right. high school or anything like that because everybody was watching. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody was watching. And I don't think a lot of people realize that now, if that's okay to say. Like yeah. the same yeah. way people say in the 80s, wrestling was big and this and that. Like, guys, back in the day when you didn't have cable and all you had was rabbit ears, wrestling was on. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> you know, the only thing you – the harder thing to get back then was ECW, right? Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Like, that was like – that was literally forbidden fruit in the 90s. You needed cable for ECW but not for anything else. Right. And, so, like, specific cable packages because exactly. I never had ECW. I, pro- I never – I'd see it sparringly on Madison Square Garden Network. Mm-hmm. Does anybody remember that when it would randomly pop up? Yes, and and then, and then when they were, it was brief. But then when ECW hit TNN, I was watching every week, man. Yeah. Um, again, which was also brief, which you know, wrestling history already taught us. But 
Um, yeah, I was a fan since I was a kid. Uh, first WrestleMania I ever saw on tape was uh, WrestleMania eight. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, the know, Hoosier Dome. Yeah, that's one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah. So it's you know I, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you it's one of the best cards ever, but for it's it's a very underrated Mania at the same time. Oh yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, everybody in the house was into it. My older brother Joseph, uh, I inherited his tape collection. So I got to thank him. Without him, I wouldn't even be watching wrestling. But yeah, since I was a kid, but I was. I wasn't cyclical. I was the passionate one. It wasn't like, ah, I fell out of it after I was always into wrestling. Right. Always. I think wrestling and, and, and Batman, wrestling, Batman, music, and women are the only four constants in my life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> huh. That's Sounds how we along. That's pretty damn cool, man. <laughs> yeah. And, and women are involved in each of them, so I'm never out. <laughs> you can't lose. Win-win. Oh, yeah. That's and great. you get to wear a cape in all three of them. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. True, true. Hey, don't judge me, man. No <laughs> judgments. Billy. Yeah. You, yeah. You gotta... <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I've, I've been at it. I've been at it for a while as as a fan. And yeah. the only thing I got chastised for was like knowing about it. Because mm -hmm. in the pre-internet era, like my tape library went probably as far back as '84. Okay. Like just my VHS library, and then like yeah. once I got internet, because internet at one time kids was a luxury. Okay. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um. So like once I got internet. Uh, does anybody not? This is a very weird site. You guys like on? Um, I don't think it's called this anymore. Obsessorwrestling.com. No, no. Oh, no? Man. Well, it sounds man, familiar, but I don't remember. As that. a matter of a fact, in this moment, I'm having a flashback. That was uh, Purple Best Wishes hair dye shirt guy. Um, <laughs> that put me onto that website, and that was that was it. Wow. I I was watching all those old WWE DVDs and the term that always like stuck to my head was a uh, student of the game. And I was like, that's what I want to be. Damn. So yeah, it's, that sounds familiar. I, I <laughs> vaguely remember hearing about that. Yeah. So I just, uh, I've been at it, you know, it's, it's, it's what I love, you know, did, um, did you uh, collect any wrestling figures when you were younger or, or, or figures in general or toys? Yeah, so the two things for me was always um definitely obviously the wrestling. I got a I was always on and off with like um with Batman figures. Mm. With Batman figures I was always on and off because as you guys know when you're a collector and you have one of something it's very hard for you not to buy more of it. Oh yeah. You know, so um I think the most of a Batman line that I had as a kid um was batman forever say what you will about the film but it's a great toy line oh yeah the, the original one um but yeah. yeah it was always wrestling and there was always like somebody new added to my roster every week i was at the old um for those of you who live in new york before times square the og toys R Us in manhattan was 14th street and i was at that place you know every weekend buying somebody new or you know i wasn't so much buying like dupes of people for different outfits so if i right. had like if I had a Sean, I had a Sean. If I had a Flair, I had a Flair. Like it was tough. It switched around when it went from like when it went from original San Francisco toy makers to Toy Biz. Then it kind of changed. There's a couple dupes I have, like Hogan and stuff like that. Okay. But <clears throat> but like if I had somebody in the roster, you know, as a kid, you don't realize why, but you know that the figures are not going to be identical. So right. so yeah. But in terms of mock collecting, that happens when I'm 13 years old. Wow. And that's the first one, damn, that's early. <laughs> yeah, and the first one, I, I don't want to hold up the viewers. I, I, I assume it's over there, but I have, I still have the first figure. Wow. That you ever kept mock? Oh wow. Yeah, I still have the first figure. That was at um, 
So a lot of people don't know this, but back in the day, the Barclays Center used to be nothing. The Barclays Center was legitimately flat land. It was a giant railroad track and shopping centers. And they used to have a big ass Toys R Us over there. So one day by getting ready to for my junior high school graduation, um, that was the first time I'd ever seen the classic superstar line. Mm. Okay. And, you know, again, pre-internet, you don't know these things are coming. There is no toy fair. There is no ringside. I mean, there is, but like I'm 13. I'm not really right. plugged in. And, um, yeah, the first thing I saw was series. I had seen series one. I'd seen series one and didn't think anything of it. I thought it was cool that they made, you know, the ultimate warrior figure for what felt for like sure. the first time in an eternity. So I'd yeah. seen series one and series one, you could have bought dozens of when it first came out. Cause it was all over that Toys R Us, um, in times square. Uh, but you know, I decided not to get it cause you're 13. Like you, a part of you does think, eh, you know, I've, I've kind of outgrown this, but, um, I saw the series two Ric Flair figure and that was it. I, I brought it home and I wanted to open it. And my mom was like, no, take a look at this. The box is different. You know, like you can't open that. I'll go yeah. back and I'll buy you another one tomorrow. Ooh. Wow. But this one you can't open. And I, and I have it. And it's the first figure I ever got signed. Damn. That's wow. really cool. In Sharpie pre paint pen. Nice. Yep. <laughs> you need to get that bad boy paint penned. I don't know if I have it in me, man. <laughs> uh, you know, as long as it still looks good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Unlike, you know, uh, belief would be like, they don't all go bad. They don't, you know, um, and like, you know, that's, that's like such an early special one. Like, sure. It's your first. Does it need to be changed? Yeah. Yeah. Same. I mean, if it was, if it was the 24 seven pink or even the, uh, the green one, what series is that 15 or something like that? If it was one of those, I'd get those paint penned, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't double it on the red. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that one as is just. For yeah. The memory but I, but I still have it. I would love it if I got, I'd buy a second red one and have them all sign in their robe colors. Oh, I would no, do that. Does. I would do that. That'd buy a cool. second red. Hey, here's the original, but here's the paint pen one. And then whatever. Yeah. Um, Cause I do have two of those pink ricks. Um, so yeah, I would do that. But yeah, that's the first one. The, the series two Ric Flair was the first one. And then after that, I was strictly collecting Jack's classics. Yeah. Was um was Flair your favorite growing up, or did you have another favorite? So growing up, the first one who corrupted me was Macho mm. Man Randy Savage. Mm. He was the first one. He was he was the one. He was the one. And I, I tell you, um, I still have it that that Macho Man is videotaped from Coliseum Video. I watched that forwards and backwards, backwards and forwards, like to the point where every those in between vignettes with Mean Gene and, and Macho Man on a good day, I could still tell you everything they're going to say. Um, and if you've never seen that, it's a great match collection, too. Um, if you think DiBiase and Savage at WrestleMania 4 is good, you got to watch their rematch uh, at the Garden where DiBiase gets a broken nose. Mm-hmm. Uh, highly recommend that. Okay. Highly recommend that match uh, to people. But, um, yeah, it was Macho Man, and I think, I mean, of course, I, like, I grew up in the 90s, right? So I got the best, right. I really got the best of two different eras. Mm. Yeah. Right, with Golden, and then New Gen, and then Attitude, and then, you know, four yeah. eras, if you think about it, with Ruthless. So, yeah, so I was into everybody, but it was Macho, and then um, as Macho kind of, you know, after that knee injury, and in, what was that, 98, right, when yeah. he was in red and black? Yeah. yeah. You know, after yeah. that, Macho was kind of in and out, you know, right. sit here and pick his career all day, but... Like Flair was always this constant thing. Yes. 
even in his absence, he was always this constant thing of his era. Yeah, sure. You know, and even like, even if you think about it, yeah, sure. After 97, Hulk is not on all those nitros. He's either hurt or he's this or he's that or he's, you know, feeling thunder in paradise. Yeah. Or he's or he's randomly wearing a black vest. There's a lot of questions. So, you know, Flair was just always this constant. And he was the like, I think the one thing that nobody talks about with him is like he made you believe. Oh, yeah. Whether he was screaming or whether he was talking at this tone, he always made you believe in like that passion and that stuff. That believability is what I try to resonate even as an announcer. So, but yeah, those would be the guys. And then, um, you know, Austin, Sean, you know, especially Sean, I'm a big fan of Dustin Rhodes Mm. um, because I literally saw his whole career, literally saw his whole career. Wow. Right. I think I only missed two, three years tops. Wow. Ricky Steamboat, you know, uh, again, Austin Pillman, um, Owen, big Owen fan. I met Owen three weeks before he died. Oh, wow. Um, you know, so yeah, I, I, I grew up in a, in a great era watching wrestling, but I was always a fan. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love it. Uh, it's, I'm like a lot of some, like why we get along a lot of similarities with me. You know, there's, we grew up kind of, I was born in 89, yeah. So, you know, we, we had that era. But yeah, I never thought about that. Like, you kind of grew up through, like, so many different eras around that time. You, you know, what, what were we, four decades we've lived through or whatever? So Yeah, because we're, we're, we're coming in at the end of... Everybody says, like, that's the golden era. And I'm like, like, if you look at it, like, 90, 90s kind of when... From 90 to 93 is a weird era for WWE. Yeah. That's a weird, weird ass era. Like rock and wrestling is obviously over, but like that's a weird era. It's a weird era for WCW too, right? So then, then you go into the Monday Night Wars if you want to call it that, and then you transition into Attitude, and then again there's this weird in between time after Attitude, and then you get Rufus Aggression. Yeah. Right. So, you know, so I've 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 seen a lot. You know, Randy Orton, John Cena, Batista, Brock, dude. We've seen those guys start to finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was at one of their dark matches. On top of that, I was actually at a, a dark match for the Major Brothers at Mohegan Sun. Oh wow! Well, let's use that as the transition point. What, what was your first introduction to? Well, so now I know Major the Major Brothers. Oh, for yeah, they were the Major Brothers. I was at Mohegan Sun 2007. It was a build for SummerSlam. Batista's feuding with uh, Kali, and I think that's the promo where where Kali squishes the basketball. Mm. <laughs> Whereas oh, yeah. Kali squishes the basketball, Batista's yep. in the ring answering back. Kali is on the Tron. Um, somebody's feuding with Taker. And it was the funniest thing because that was the first time I'd ever seen like the magic of Taker. Mm-hmm. So Taker's not in the building, but he's feuding with somebody. Yeah. And I don't remember what the what the premise of the promo was, but Tinker or his voice is on the screen and these druids come out, right? So I'm 16, 17 years old and the druids come out and I'm like, this is live. It's my first time. I literally was like, how the fuck are they going to get out of here? How do they vanish? (laughs) So whatever happens, bong, the lights go out. I'll never forget it. And the magic of television, SmackDown being taped and edited, the lights go out, the bong goes off, fucking druids bolted. They ran for dear life. (laughs) I mean, I get it. It's edited. You're not going to take a walk, but <laughs> they bolted. For all we know, that could have been, uh, I, I hate calling him Hawkins a rider, but, you know, 
Cardona and Brian. But that was the first time they were in the dark match for SmackDown. They were the major brothers. And I remember them because they had the matching hair. They looked just like that rated R head scan. Right. And um, they definitely they weren't wearing tights. They were in the trunks and knee pads, super matchy matchy. And I like that because at that point in tag teams, there was no more like identicalism. Is that right. a word? I made it up. Yeah. Hashtag identicalism. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I like that because they look like an old school tag team. And if you that's, look at the ruthless yeah. aggression era tag teams, that was not a thing. Right. Yeah. No, I. that's why when they came into <laughs> that first appearance on ECW, I was like, I don't know who these guys are. They seem there it is. kind yeah. of jolly. wearing. I could be wrong. They'll know better than me, but I feel like they were wearing darker colors. Yeah. Um, I think their earlier ones were darker. Yes. I like black. I feel as if. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I know, you know, faux pas like, you know, faces don't wear black, yada, yada, yada. But yeah, that was the first time I saw them. So then when they pop up on ECW, um, I felt like a cool kid because like, oh, I saw these guys before they, you know, made it to TV. That's when you start realizing there's a, a system. Yeah. To wrestling. You don't just really pop up. Nobody really just pops up. Right. They were the first ones to make me realize that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. These and guys. I got to meet. You got to remember, too, when I first started in wrestling was when Brian uh, got released. Yeah. He, oh yeah. And he probably doesn't remember me, but I a lot of my first New York shows that I ever did in 2015 for Fireball Wrestling, Brian was on. Okay. And he was always the nicest guy. I, I I mean at that time he was very quiet, really reserved. Sure. Um obviously a different era of his life. He didn't have kids yet either. Mm, right. Um but always the nicest guy and he had the uh the short hair kind of like what I'm sporting. Yeah. You know? So yeah, like yeah. the the short on the sides, longer on top. This. I'm surprised. No, not even that. Oh no, not even that. I, I know Bosch just put the picture up. You guys haven't seen that of me and him. No, Matt might have, but a lot of yeah. stuff goes on. Yeah, I met I him. Don't. I met him at a convention, and then like a year later to that time period, I'm in a locker room with him. Mm. Nice. So. That's always the best. It's weird, right? It's weird it's, at first. Yeah, it's weird as hell. I remember the first time I saw Sonny after Sonny got signed. I was like. You know, <laughs> like even when oh, I met Sonny Buster, Kiss. even when I <laughs> met, oh no, no, I mean I've I'm met like, Sonny, but that, right? <laughs> I'm not gonna go there anyway. Uh, um, you know, even when I meet wrestlers, it's it's surreal because it's like you know you have that. I don't get starstruck anymore. I don't. Right. There's some that they still kind of get me. Mm, sure. Um, I, you know, I, I think it would be a a, re, a, a reserved kind of yes, starstruck yes. where it's like in yes. your mind you're like. Whoa! But, like, but no matter who this, it is, the but... idea of oh my god, they're out of the box, you know, type of thing. Yeah, you know, like oh my god, you're you're here. I mean, I keep it as as cool as possible, but of course, yeah. There's a couple that that still get me. Sure. Same. Yeah, like when I met Kenny at that big event, that was like the first time in a long time I was like sweating. I was like nervous. <laughs> I didn't want to t- see. I didn't want to tell you this. I had met Kenny already. You should have told me. No, I because you were you were excited. I didn't want to like burst your bubble and be like, eh, I'm already over it. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or yeah. not, it was twenty somewhere in twenty fifteen, Fireball Wrestling. Look it up. It was Kenny's first match in America since he went to New Japan. Oh wow. He had just joined the Bullet Club. Okay. Wow. Okay. And I'm blanking on his opponent, but yeah, I can say I called the Kenny Omega match also. Ooh. 
Damn. Can we just awesome. like switch places like for a week? No, you, it, you're you're working towards your place. You you're working towards your place. You have nice hair. Everybody yeah, loves you. I, you're over AF so. in the group. <laughs> you know, maybe we should switch. Freaky <laughs> <laughs> Friday. Uh, right. <laughs> um, the the last question we have, you know, of the, the normal, you know, uh, format is, uh, what was your first introduction to the the major wrestling figure podcast? So my first introduction to it was, I didn't know they had a podcast until the New York access that I had just mentioned, whatever mania that was the weekend that they had won the tag titles against FTR. 35. Yeah. So I didn't know they had a podcast till that weekend. Okay. Um, and I'll never forget this cause I'm <clears throat> for reasons I can't get into, I'm super behind all tons of podcasts, but I'll never forget in that pilot one. I think it was Brian. that said, yeah, we're not going to do this three hour podcast thing. <laughs> you know, if you're looking for quick and easy, that's what we're really going to be. And here we are now in this three-hour <laughs> village podcast. that is, you know, the major the major group on Facebook. Right. You know, um, but yeah, I've heard the podcast. I also like it's a niche because if you're into wrestling figures, you, there were lots of answers you didn't have, and they fulfilled them. Yeah, you know, like we just kind of yeah. wondered what happened to Hasbro's. Why? Right. You know, I know like the toys that made us kind of answered some stuff, but like. I don't really think Brian and Matt realize what they've done in the sense of fulfilling and facilitating the figure community. Right. And that's part of the adoration that we all have for them. You know, yeah, great. They got awesome collections. You know, for some of us, they're at a level of success that we all dream of, you know. Sure. But, like, they've really facilitated what was a niche. They've talked openly about how when they started in the business, you couldn't talk about figures. You were called the mark, all these things. I went through that shit, too. Yeah, you know when I went through, when I started in wrestling, if you went to a locker room and you wore a WWE shirt on, oh my god, were you a piece of shit? Yeah, you were a piece <laughs> of shit back then if you walked into a locker. Very room. weird old school mentalities, which yeah. you know, there's like now mind still, if you're in a WWE still... locker room, everyone has on a WWE shirt, right? <laughs> right, like, like so. You know, I... I have I have a funny story. So the yeah, you got to hear this. <laughs> so the the very first Creative Pro um, open house that I went to, where I you know where I was like, oh, you know, I'm thinking about I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go to the open house, and then you know after it, I was like, I'm definitely doing this. So I wore an MJF shirt. Oh, okay. And, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, he's MJF's never gonna come back to the school. Like you know, I I don't, I didn't know what it was like. So. It's getting to the end of the uh, the meeting or whatever, and then all of a sudden, MJF walks out, and I look down at my shirt, and I'm and it says I'm better than you, and you know it shirt, you know. So I'm like, oh god. So I zip up my hoodie, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you better not see me. Like I'm like, you know, like I just got out of the shower. Like don't look at me, you know. You did um, the uh, what is that from from Saturday Night Live? The Mary Catherine Gallagher to cover up. Yeah. <laughs> Superstar, yeah. Uh, so it was just funny, like you know, I I wore this shirt not thinking he's gonna be there, and then he he walks in, and I'm like, oh, this would happen to me. This this would happen. <laughs> but yeah, like I had that mentality, you know, that you know, oh, like they're gonna think I'm a, I'm the biggest Mark. Like MJF's gonna come over and be like, you're wearing my shirt, fucking Mark, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I went through that too. Um, I remember, and then as I got more comfortable, because you do kind of like grow up, you grow out of it. It's a very, you know, they're going to think of me what they're going to think of me type of mentality, Mm -hmm. especially if you're a talent. Ultimately, I shouldn't be judged because I got on a Roman Reigns shirt. Let's just say I should be judged by what I produce as an announcer, right? Sure. Yeah. But um, the safe spot, you could always wear your retro merch or anything for like, you know, it's like Brett or Sean or this person. Oh, that's cool, man. Where'd you get that shirt? They're asking just to ask, supposedly. Right. But, you know, they want to know where you got it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I've been through that, too. Um. Yeah, it's but the locker room had I think locker rooms have changed on the indies. Yes. Yeah. For the better, for the most part. And MJF, you know, kudos to him. Like I said, he started a year after me and he is literally the same. It wasn't like for those of you who don't know, it wasn't like he tried a different gimmick before being MJF. No, he's been MJF from day one. He's banked on that 110 percent. And God bless him. It worked. Right. It worked because there were tons of guys. Tons of guys from that class, and trust me, he will tell you there are tons of guys that they thought were gonna, you know, get on TV before him because of their size, Ooh, their physique, their true. this, their that. And MJF was just like, I can't tell you when, but I'm gonna. Absolutely. Look at him now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's that's incredible. really cool that you got to witness that. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's. I don't know. Let's let's talk some more about like you know. There, there's um, I'm sorry that I don't remember exactly what it is. Um, but there's like a, a pretty big event coming up. Amer- uh, is American Bash? Yeah, something like that. Um, that you're part of. You know. Oh, like Wrestle Bash. Wrestle Bash. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Wrestle Bash. I'm really excited about that. After years and years and years of and I'm and I'm trying to pull up because I want to give you guys the proper amount of names. I'm going to pull up the right because there's a lot of. Yeah, no, there's a lot, and and if you're a collector, yeah. you know, you know, you don't want to miss it, you know, because there might be the one that you're missing. Yeah. Um. So I, one of the first groups that I uh, became prevalent in on Facebook uh, was the Asylum, and they mm-hmm. were one of the yep. pioneers for virtual meet and greets during the lockdown session. Yeah. Sure. Of our lives, and um, they were fantastic. I love all the admins there. There's too many of them, but they know who they are. I can't shout them all out because there's way too many for me. Um, but they've been awesome. They were a mom and pop organization doing mail-ins and all this stuff. I actually, um, when they had Ricky Steamboat, uh, they took phenomenal care of me. So I got to get one figure on this show. They handled <laughs> this for me. Oh, Awesome. Wow. And I mean, guys, like if, if wow. you're if you're skeptical of mail-ins, there's two places that I can put my name on if it means anything to you. High Spots Auctions and the Asylum. Yeah. Those are the only two places that I do mail-ins. I, I mess around with Dark par- dark Parlor, but not so much for mail-ins for really post-op stuff. Um, but I've done tons and tons of business with, um, with the Asylum through the years, and we've just grown this friendship because I've spent a ton of money there. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> You know, it turned into, oh, you're in the business. Could you do voiceovers and stuff? And uh, they got Wrestle Bash coming up, and it's going to be their first ever in-person convention that I'm going to be hosting. Um, so after years of going to conventions, I'm finally hosting one, which is pretty cool. It's awesome. Um, Kevin Nash is going to be there. X-Pac, Booker T, uh, Orange Cassidy, Ron Simmons, for the first time ever together in their first public mm-hmm. signing together. Scorpio Sky, Ethan, Ethan Page, Page. The first time they're together wow. signing, believe awesome. it or not. I'm um, I'm actually I'm super bummed because it's the same day 
as Live 14. Yeah. And I really wanted to go because I saw that line up and I was like, and you, and you're there. And I was like, yes. And then I look, I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that till today also. It's funny you bring that up. Um, also on the card, Buff Bagwell, they just announced Marty Skrull. Uh, mm -hmm. Carlito, NWA Women's Champion, Camille. Um, Rikishi, Penelope Ford, Gail Kim, uh, Dutch Mantel, Maven, Melina, uh, Victoria, Amber Nova, Deanna Perazu, Nyla Rose. Uh, some of the baddies are on here. Chris Masters, uh, Kiss, Megan Bain, uh, Earl Hebner. Uh, it's 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 stacked and it's jam packed, and that's going to be happening in August at the Parsippany PAL on August the twentieth, two thousand twenty-two. $15 general admission, 20 at the door. And there'll be JSE, uh, JSA on hand for certification purposes. Awesome. And it's so close to me, too. Like, it's only an hour and a half away. I'm like, damn yeah. it. Like, it, damn it. Yeah, and, so and August is a busy month for me because I'll be doing that. I'll have Ace Pro Wrestling. I'll have ECPW. Um, you know, so it's going to be busy. It's one of those months where I'll have maybe two shows a weekend. So I'm excited. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, you know, I saw that stuff popping up and, you know, they have a lot of, as you just said, great names and, and, you know, they announced you just as they would, you know, any other, you mm -hmm. know, big talents, you know, I, I was honored by that. Yeah. And I, I think that's great. And, you know, again, it just, you know, it shows, you know, like, you know, you got into, into wrestling, you know, you're doing the backyard thing, you're doing, you know, these smaller, you know, <coughs> announcing or commentating gigs or whatever early on. And um, sure, you like maybe you're not like on television or whatever, but like your your worth just keeps rising oh, yeah. over the years. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know. That. I don't know what your initial aspirations were of like, I just want to have fun and be in wrestling or if it's like. I want to take this as far and as big as possible. Like, sure. That's always like a dream, but like, right. is it like something that you're even like legit trying to obtain and you know, whether it is or isn't, it's just cool to see yeah. someone that it's able to go through all these, these great steps. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. When I started, the goal was right. You know, I want to be on WWE, right? Sure. But that was eight years ago when it was only WWE. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the goal now is I, I have a great day job. I'm very lucky with good money and benefits and those things. But if I can make a living from wrestling, you won't see me think twice about it. Sure. That's, That's the great. goal. Yeah. The goal is to make a living off of wrestling. And, and there's ways to do that besides television. It's tough to do when you're an announcer, right? Because yeah. now you have all these indie wrestlers. They want to be in all these shows. So now think about how that is for a commentator, which is not a priority for some places, you go to places, some places are like, I don't need commentary. Right. It shaves the budget. Yeah. It does. It shaves the budget. Yeah. You know, uh, everybody charges what they charge. And then, you know, and when you're budgeting a show and you're paying for it out of pocket, yada, 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 it, it does add up. So, you know, but that's the goal. Um, I love wrestling. I love telling stories. If you've ever heard my commentary, you know that I, I try to keep you as engaged as possible. Because, you know, everybody knows the moves for the most part, right? Oh, yeah. You know, like, the moves is one thing. You know, you could just, you know, that's like the, the uh, the uh, not the yard sale. That's like the auctioneer, you know? Mm. You know, 75, 75, 80, 80, 85. You know, that anybody could do the moves, but it's the storytelling. We love wrestling for the stories, you know? Yeah. So that's what I try to be. I try to tell stories. Uh, 
I'd love to do commentary, you know, professionally for anybody that's willing to hire me and pay me. Um, I've done some voiceovers now for places in Virginia, and I'm just trying to grow, just trying to grow my name. That's that's been the yeah. goal since since I've been able to do shows again since the end of 2020. Just trying to grow my name, and it's it's hard. No matter where you are in the independent wrestling business, it's hard. Oh yeah. Yep. All right. But I believe. There you go. There you go. Um, you know, and like we said at the uh, the beginning, um, you know, obviously, you know, uh, we all got to uh, connected to you through Ron, um, and you know all of that. So, like, you know, we got to see his Jr. Scar documentary, which again, you know, as as stated earlier, that was um, great. It, it's so good. It is so incredibly well done. Yeah. Um. You know. To talk about a guy with the wherewithal to like, I'm gonna film everything in my life forever. Can <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, he is, and I, I joke with him about this. He literally is, and I've said this to him. He is the 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 curator of of the Cheyenne archives. Well, and that's right. There's so much of you, like you have such a big important section of that documentary that he made. Oh yeah. When, until it was finished, I didn't realize how big of a section I'd have. Yeah. You know, I I uh, I joke and say that we're the Steve Martin and Martin Short of of uh, of the Lower East Side. You know, he's <laughs> you know he's one of those. You know, he's the brother you can't ask for. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, he's 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 more than a best friend. He gets me, I get him, and there is no me without him. So you know, you're thinking as a friend, you're like, you're going to be in there for only X amount of time. Right. And then right. you see the thing and you're like, wow, you know, he, he really likes me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's, it's just cool to like, you know, see where you started in that. And then like, again, you know, I know that, you know, you and I don't interact a whole lot, but like, I see what's going on and you know, it's cool to like, like I said, you know, you see that and you see this wrestle bash stuff and, you know, like you're doing these backstage interviews and, you know, the people that you get to work with, like, in a sense, like in a very short amount of time, like I feel like I've seen a good chunk of of that career of yours. Obviously, I haven't seen all of it or yeah. you know, even, a, you know, a quarter of it, but right, you get yeah, that I'm idea happy. of like, hey, like, it's really cool to see someone succeeding thank you trying and same to him you know if you know his story all the same he succeeded yeah. tenfold you know yeah. and where he's at in his personal life and what he does mm -hmm. for a career you made a living out of it he right. literally saw he being bosh um he literally saw the video package from wrestlemania 17 which changed most wrestling fans lives right it's probably the one that gets shared the most wrestlemania's time right and he was like i want to do that yeah that's that was kind of the difference between him and I because there was a time where I don't know plus far experiences where it's like well how do you even get into wrestling school how do you like can you really there's a lot of yeah. doubt right but he legitimately was like I'm gonna do that and he did and God bless him because he fucking well, rocked it you know and and it's cool that he picked up on that because like you know when Shawn Michaels <laughs> was going through his retirement stuff he gave a huge shout out to and I don't even know the person's name. Yeah, no, I remember it, this. That's but a, yeah. he he shouted out like sure, wrestlers, trainers, whatever. Yeah. But he said like the person that made him look the best yeah. was the person who put together the video packages. Yeah. Right. For sure. He's 100%. like, without that, I would not look as good as I do. Yeah, Obviously no. his in re in ring work is, you know, whatever, but 
after the in-ring work, all the stuff that you see in, in highlight videos and documentaries and whatever was this guy. And that is such an incredibly important part of at least televised wrestling. And for Ron to pick up on that and get yeah. as good as he has, it's like, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And at risk, at risk of sounding like Ric Flair talking about Charlotte, he literally could do everything the guys at WWE does. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He literally, he literally can make any he, package. He, I mean, look, he works for Disney, <laughs> yeah. you know, at the end of the day, whatever the yeah. level is, he, he does editing work for Disney. Um, but anyway, um, he, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, he's a big part of this community. He's why you're in this community. He's why we know you. Um, what are the top five funniest moments with Ron that the major marks would not know about? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That's I've never been asked that before, even by April is his, his, his lady, <sighs> which I believe did they just get engaged? I don't know anything. I don't know what you're talking about. On a vacation I, that they're I, on? I, I know nothing of which you speak. Uh, however, I am I am not surprised to hear this news. Oh, all right. Well, really? he, did, he did an intro for this podcast, um, for this episode. Oh. Uh, that exclaimed such things. So well, anyway, um, all I wanted to say was congratulations, Ron. Congratulations, if that if, may or may not be true. If it's real, congratulations. He says it. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not I, spoiling anything. <laughs> no. Yeah, did you listen to the intro, guys? What's wrong with you? Jeez. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, top, those top, top five, uh, I don't know, funniest, craziest, whatever. Uh, all right. So, so here's the one. Here's the one that I've never told before. <laughs> So in no order, here's one I've never told before. It's horrible and it may be completely <laughs> selfish because only only we laugh about it. It's it's the first time we ever go to a convention together. It's after Mania 30. It's my first ever big event convention in New York. Okay. And <laughs> you know, I'm just seeing I'd never been in that indie environment where ultimately it's a hotel ballroom and wrestlers are at some point gonna just walk around like people. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so at the original one. It was at a much smaller hotel in Queens and it was in the ballroom area. And then you had to go down a hallway and go through the lobby to get to the bathroom. Okay. Gets a little crowded in the ballroom area. And we're sitting in the lobby at one of these higher up tables, just kind of cooling off. You know, that's where the air conditioning was. And we're sitting there and we're across from each other just like this. And I can't, I can't say who it was, but it was a female talent. <laughs> And the female talent, um, when the show goes off the air, you'll understand why I can't say who it was. <laughs> but it was a female talent, and, you know, she was looking as only she could look, and she walks by, and Bosch goes, oh, there goes so-and-so. And I said, oh, yeah, there she is. And Bosch goes, oh, I think she's going to the bathroom. I was like, oh, okay. You think she's taking a shit? <laughs> <laughs> and Bosch loses it right there in the hotel lobby. So that's a good one that we have that's a funny. <laughs> that we have a laugh about. And I've never said that story before. So <laughs> yeah, because I feel terrible about it. Which when the show goes <laughs> off the air, you guys will understand. Um, oh boy! All so right. <laughs> there was that one. Um, another really, really good one uh, 
was he went to he went to a karaoke bar with my friends one time and and I couldn't go because I had work the next day at 7 a.m. and I had just finished work at 11 p.m. And I text him and I said, hey, man, you should sing. It's not unusual. Tom Jones, which is my thing at karaoke. Everybody's like, you're going to do Tom Jones, right? And I'm like, can I finish my beer first, brother? <laughs> so, <clears throat> so I'm like, hey, you should do Tom Jones. And then about five bars in, I'll jump into the bar, sing and then leave. <laughs> and he's like, OK, what time could you be here? And I'm like, I'm just messing around with you. So. There is footage of this. He starts singing It's Not Unusual, where there's this woman in the background twerking, which it's not unusual. <laughs> not a twerk song, but to each their own, baby. Great. So he starts yeah, singing. This is, for Cheyenne. Dances. this is for <laughs> Cheyenne, who can't be here tonight. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. And then you see me slide into the shot, and the place goes bananas because it was filled with all of our friends <laughs> that particular night. So that's a good one. That's awesome. That's a good memory. Um, me and him, uh, me, him, and April at a Taco Bell at 3 a.m. together. That's a good one. Um, where, according to April, I saved her life. Okay. Because there was a homeless guy talking crazy, and I told him to shut the fuck up and get out. <laughs> and according to April, I saved her life. Um, <laughs> sure. Uh, that's three. Um I mean, if you never listened to the old school for life podcast, that was that was a great time in both of our lives. Right. Um, we we had an awesome time filming that both in person and on the phone and stuff. Um, and what made us different was that at that time we were very pro WWE podcast. Hmm. It wasn't like you guys know this. You're in the medium. Like everything now is like you know what fucking gets me about the you know there was this time where everything was. I tell you, man, we're always good, but you know what would have made it better if they would have fucking done, you know, everything, <laughs> you know, podcast just became this outlet to like tell people that just already, complain about everything. Right. Yeah. They became this complaining outlet for people that yeah. didn't want to hear your complaints anymore. Yeah. So we, I think we were successful because we were like, so, oh, I really enjoyed this. This wasn't that great, but I enjoyed this. Sure. Sure. It, right. it wasn't like this whole, that fucking show, man, I'm going to turn it off tomorrow. It wasn't any of that. <laughs> Um, and then, and then the number one moment would have to be just, just getting to have him as my friend. So, yeah. Oh, look, it's awesome. Yeah. We, we've, we're literally like, like Harley race and flair. Like we're together. There's so many memories, so many moments, a lot of alcohol involved, Um, (laughs) you know, a lot of karaoke and alcohol and hair dye involved. So, you know, (laughs) you know, God bless him. He's tall. Yeah. And if it wasn't for him and and that big event show, I wouldn't have gotten to meet you. I know, and I and 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 I ask for you all the time. Like if I can't contact you myself, I ask for you all the time. You know, if he's seen you, if he's hung out with you, whenever I know he's gonna see you, I tell him to like, could you hug Husfar for me? Because he's my. He never he's hugs my, me. He's my that son of a bitch. <laughs> I fucking hate him. I yeah, cancel. right. I'm gonna cancel him and his hair. Worst, <laughs> worst, worst moment. Yeah, worst, worst shirts friend is what he is. Um, yeah. So, but I always, I always tell him if you're gonna see Husfar, you know, hug him for me. So. Hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can't wait to hang awesome. out again. Yeah, no, same, 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 same. I, and I can't wait to meet all of you in person. Oh yeah, and, uh, same man. <clears throat> I got tied up. I was gonna go to the uh, New York live show, but it just wasn't. It just wasn't working out, uh, but I hope on one of these next ones um, they do it. And 
I don't want anybody's hopes up, but if if the major fellas are talking Boston, I might be there. I I'm not making I'm not Speaking making Baltimore, that. but Boston, I'm really gonna see what I can do. <sighs> I mean, you listen, I I, I I I'm just learning things, but 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 I'm hearing it in the major world. You didn't sign any NDAs, so you're getting bumps, brother. So listen, Who, I don't me? know what inf- I don't know what information you do or do not have, but. I'm going to be in Boston is what I'm saying. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. I'll be there, too. I'm going to be in Boston, and and I will put it to you like this. I haven't been in Boston in 15 years, and and now I'm 31, and there's got to be a karaoke bar somewhere. Woo! <laughs> I think they they might there. They might. There's got to be one, right? There might be at Kowloon's. There's got to be somebody that, that really likes Neil Diamond. <laughs> frequently, <laughs> and 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 at the bar, bah. and at the bar in the in, in in Boston. So and, and it's uh it's four days before my birthday too. Oh, we're gonna get you chocolate, yeah. the boy. Well, the oh. last time, so when I was at Kowloon's last time, you know, it was the same date, the twentieth or whatever. And I remember Matt was so wasted, and I was like, I was like Matt. I'm like, it's my birthday four days, so this is like a little celebration. He's like, today's not your fucking birthday. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, yeah, four days. It's close enough. He's like, it's not your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny the things that he just decides to get like the most like technical or, or literal yeah. about. Yeah. I love it. Right. Imagine he would have been like, I'm not John Cena. I'm not granting no wishes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, um, it's good. Yeah, I, I, am gonna be out there for that. It's, it's, it's looking yes. like a, like a busy, like a busy weekend. But I'm sure there's got to be somewhere that does it. If, if the majors aren't planning anything, I don't know. They usually do like I think last time they had a um like outside. There's like this nice like hangout area, mm-hmm. um, with a bar outside and everything. So like I think everyone kind of goes over there they might have karaoke outside that's gonna but, uh, that's gonna be tough though because november in boston i mean i don't august. know it, it's august august well no i'm talking for uh survivor series is when i'll be out there oh 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 oh, oh i see what you're saying now no they have a live show planned already in august okay no that one i know about okay and you're that, talking about going in November. I'm talking November. Is August in Boston? Because I know there's one coming. I just don't know where. Yes. So this weekend coming up, it will be Baltimore. That's Baltimore. And then, and then August, it will be uh, Boston. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm not going this weekend because I have indie shows. Yeah. Okay. Um, And then the August, the August one, I mean, let's see. Do it. There you go. Let's Damn. see. But I'll be there in November is, is, is what I'm getting at. Okay. <clears throat> gotcha. For okay. sure. Um, and what, and, and you guys drink? I do not. Yeah. You, but you I know Jake, how to, drink? I know how to party. Jake, you drink? Does. Today's the drink? only day I'm yeah, not. Of yeah. <laughs> okay. And I, and, and my favorite thing to drink is too much. So we'll have a great time. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I, I got to keep myself on a leash after the last few times. <laughs> well, I tell you, I tell you, um, I, I know I'm turning old cause, cause liquor doesn't do well with me anymore, but I could uh, I could still drink beer like if I'm on a Japan tour. So yeah, that's, me too. That's, I think we're we're both going to be in trouble. So let's just plan on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. We'll hold, we'll get uh, we'll get buddy bracelets like say by the bell. <laughs> Perfect. I'll, I'll babysit again. 
We'll get uh You didn't do a good job last time. <laughs> no, I did. I heard. I heard. I'm 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 I uh, who was uh I want to make sure I got the name right. Did you get a piggyback ride from somebody? Me? I, no, not you, Jake. I'm talking about Hussy Huss over I here. I did. Was it Harry? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's yeah. where I heard it from. Yeah, and the what? last time Baltimore happened, um, I Oh, Carrie, I remember you telling me about Carrie, it. Carrie, like, gets in front of me. She, like, you know, her, her, her back to my front. And then just gets on her, just like starts lowering down. You made that so awkward. He doesn't yeah. know how her to back say in my front. Certain time. Oh, Yo, I woke up like an hour ago. Uh, and then, and then all of a sudden she like grabs my legs. And then oh. I'm like, oh, you want a piggyback ride? You want me to be on your back? Okay. And then I let her lift me up. She holds me up for like one, two, three. And then just collapses underneath my weight. Oh, <laughs> that was like that. Literally, was like Garf Elgar talking about when he made it with Kim Basinger. That's exactly. Right. What like. I'm having a good time. Nah. <laughs> I'm at, what? Whoa, you're all squiggly. <laughs> oh, uh, That's how I heard it in my head. <laughs> yeah, Andrew is our Garth for sure. Yes. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. He. he He's the best. He's the best. I only spent I only spent one day with him, and I'm and I'm having withdrawals ever since. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, he's he, yeah. You can't get enough of him. He's the best. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So speaking of Husvar and being the best, uh, Cheyenne, oh. we do this thing called hunting with oh, Husvar. Oh. Let me Ooh. Let me now you obviously you've got a pretty deep knowledge of wrestling figures oh. as it seems. So we do try to keep this somewhat realistic. Okay. You know, challenging, but realistic. Okay. And what we need you to do sure. is come up with a wrestler that you think that Husvar may or may not have in action figure form. And, you know, again, like, look, if it's like, I don't know, just one one wrestler that had just one random ass figure like I got one I that got one does that it really so okay it's a fair one and it's the first one that came to my mind so okay Husfar do you own any flash funks no I do not yeah wow. does he only have that just that one Jack's bone cruncher I don't remember there being I, any other colors like a, the blue one there's a classic superstars one isn't there it's, no is there I'm gonna look it up. I, I All right, you're, you're gonna do it. I feel like it's just the blue BCA. I think so as well. Um, but I do. I think that one's fair because it is. I mean, that yeah. was a that was a super common figure back in the day. Yeah, yeah man, like that BCA. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't think there were any others. Maybe it was released in in a you know a later series maybe, or something. Maybe there was a two but, cold Scorpio that I was thinking of or something. I don't know. I don't even think two cold Scorpio got. A Galoob. He has the Japan Noah figures as Two Cold Scorpio. I think Two Cold Scorpio comes in a two pack with Vader for those Noah figures. Sure does. Looking at it right now. But I don't. I don't think there's a because I tell you, I was a massive Two Cold Scorpio fan, and if he would have had a Jax, I would have totally. I I know. I I remember now exactly where I saw that Flash Funk, uh, Classic Superstars. It was at Gabby's storage unit. It was a custom. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, now, uh, Two Cold Scorpio also does have, and actually, it it, it doesn't look too bad. It's a pint, a pint size All Star. Yep, I saw, I just saw that. Yeah. Oh, I have to. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you aware of pint size pint size All Stars? Only. They're, they're kind of like micro brawlers, but like not as good. Yeah. <laughs> But these ones are okay. It looks like there's one in blue and then there's a chase in red. Yes, I'm seeing it now. Yes. Yeah, it's not so bad. No, that's not so bad. And it, I hate to say this, but there's an indie guy that looks just like this figure. Okay. His name's Ann Bivens. Hmm. I mean, I get it. It looks somewhere between Tuco Scorpio and uh, Robert Townsend. But yeah. Oh, d- isn't there a Bobby Eaton? Yes. On this? Think, yeah. The yeah, Bobby so. Eaton on this was sensational. And I think there is. Oh, I just found a Harley race. Well, I know what I'm buying on eBay. Um, and that's the only one to come with a belt. I see it here that I have you a the only one detach. Uh, I think so. And it's awesome. Yeah. Is it detachable? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, I've I've thought about getting one of those and putting it on like my uh, my Matt Cardona micro brawler or something. <laughs> you don't have. Um, I mean, it's hard to get. You don't have a uh, a Toy Biz NWA belt. Um, I have the uh, a Marvel TNA. Yeah, that one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I, have, I, I, I have that with. Uh, I've, had, I've had the Christian figure forever. Okay. Like when I like actually first came out, so I just took it off of him and put it on Matt. Yeah, my my <laughs> uncle has Ric Flair robe. My Ooh. uncle has Abyss J, Bobby Roode, Eric Young, Sanjay. He has like eight of them signed of the OG. Oh, wow. of the yeah, OGs. that's super cool. Yeah. yeah. I need yeah. an Abyss still. I've been meaning to get an, a nice Abyss figure and just keeps slipping my mind. Definitely yeah. get the definitely get the early one. Um there's that- some of the there's some of the Jax ones that are good. Um but get like one of the early Jax ones because there's some that they just stop carrying. I think yeah. I need the one I think the one that like at least like Matt and Brian said that they thought was the best one was like that two pack. I think it was with be like him and Jeff Hardy. I think so. Yes. And yeah. Cause there's that there's one with him and Foley. Yes. And that's one of the worst Foley figures ever. And that would have been the Jacks. Yeah. And but I, the one with Jeff Hardy, I think is the Marvel and the Jeff Hardy yes. one is uh, the one with Jeff Hardy. I know it came in two versions, the open shirt and the closed shirt. And I think yeah. they said to get the closed shirt was like more accurate. He never had open shirt. No, yeah, no, didn't. no, he never had an open shirt. Just, Even when he had silly. the uh, the asylum, like remember you guys remember when he had like the inmate look? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Even then, his shirt wasn't open. Right. So I'm gonna have to hunt that down one day. Yep. Top ten. Top ten. All right. Um, real quick, let's go ahead and talk about uh, another sponsor of ours, uh, JPD Customs. Oh, JPD Customs. Are you a customs guy, Cheyenne? I, I I'm getting. Well, I don't want to say getting into them, but I am a customs guy, and I have some here within grab reach for the Patreon folk. Ooh. Okay, so you know, mashing up some some different. Uh, this was done by my my good friend. He's he's usually my customizer. Uh, Unboxed Alliance on Instagram, um, and this is the uh, Storm Collectibles Red and Yellow Hogan on a Mattel body with that, you know, irrepressible tan. Yeah. Oh, wow. And this is Macho Man from what's that Uncensored '95, the cage match with uh, uh-huh. with Rick. I don't know if yeah. I can adjust my. Uh, yeah, that's looks good. Yeah. My, uh, my brightness here. 
which I'm doing terribly. <laughs> so you can get a better look at what I got here. And then um, I have my custom Cheyenne figure that Archie Mitchell made. Yes. Oh, yeah. Just off yeah. the beaches of, of Costa Rica with the tan, but it looks like. <laughs> Looking like yeah. a young Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Same size, too. <laughs> <laughs> so. Is that a Josh Chernoff body? I, I'm not sure. I think it. I don't know it's that his shallow. is open like that. I don't oh, think he, yeah. his is the open jacket. Uh, whatever so, the case is, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's dope. I think it's a DiBiase molded because right above my ass, it does say Hasbro on it. Oh, okay, mm. okay. Well, it, says, yeah, it says Titan Sports right above my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Very accurate because you have yeah. that tramp stamp. Exactly. <laughs> on his ass. <laughs> it's yeah. not above. It's like on. <laughs> right. Well, we sell um, these things to kids. That's why. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. The following announcement has been paid for by JPD Customs. Have you ever wanted to expand your Hasbro roster with figures that were never made before? Well, now you can with JPD Customs. And while you're there, don't forget to check out my favorite thing, the Brett the Hitman Heart Sunglass Decals. Available in pink, mirror finish, and my favorite, the 96 Black with the Purple Inlay. So, Billy, tell them where they need to go to pick up all these amazing items. JPDCustoms.com so, um, you know, JPD Customs, you know, obviously one of the big things that we talk about is is the uh, Bret Hart glasses decals that really makes those, uh, you know, for Mattel figures, really amps those up a lot, makes yeah. them bigger, better. Um, but he also oh, has yeah. uh, a lot of um, Hasbro style customs yeah. that he, uh, yeah. he, he prints off, he makes, he paints them. Um, so, you know, just make sure if that's something that you're ever interested in, go to jpdcustoms.com. He has existing stuff already. Or, you know, you can have him uh, customize something uh, yeah. completely from scratch. Now, he only, he only does uh, uh, customs in terms of the decals, or does he actually render figures for you? No, he also, he also, he also, yes. Oh, he'll he'll work on stuff too. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. He's yep. done um like the I know the biggest thing he does is he does a lot of Hasbro styles, like yes. Billy said, and like he's done <laughs> what the headbangers and got them to sign them, and uh you know a bunch of a bunch of different Maven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the the first people. big one that like you know got him a lot of recognition in the major group was the uh, well, no, the um. The Matt Cardona from GCW oh, yes. in the bloody oh is that his yes. yeah yes. he oh, he yes. made yep he made that and it was um you know auctioned off to to for help um yeah uh, raise and, funds for for Joe Ryan but oh, that's speak, cool. speaking of Joe Ryan uh, his son just uh, graduated high school yep. I believe yeah, so yeah congratulations. congratulations way to yep. go man definitely. Um, so yeah, uh, and then, yeah, he's just, he's made different characters of the, you know, the people in, within the major group and, um, so yeah, he's, yeah. he's just cool customizing dude. Oh yeah. And uh, make sure to cool. use code big Jake Boski to save yourself 1% oh. at checkout. A whole percent like milk. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Cheyenne, the other thing that we do around here is we ask yeah. or answer, some fan questions and you are more than welcome to 
answer along with us if you'd okay. like. Shoot, if, shoot. You know, it's if it's open, you know, that's <laughs> something that you can talk about. Absolutely. Sure. Join us. I so. actually have a question for you guys because we just talked about Bret Hart decals. Yes. Um, it's getting. Let's talk about a Mattel figure real quick. It's getting mixed reviews as always. The oh, the new one. the new Bret Hart. What do you guys think of it? I'm I'm kind of in the middle. Um, Andrew and I saw it in person. Um, yeah, I I think I think it's. I want to say it's one of the best elites, but like. I know, like, Matt is now, you know, on the pod, he was saying, like, it doesn't look like him, and, you know, so I'm, I'm getting, like, second thoughts, but I don't know. I, I mean, look, you don't have to have person. the same opinions of Matt. We no, saw the thing in person. But, but <laughs> looking at it in person, when I we, like it. When, we, when it was first shown, um, you know, it was it's it's the first figure, like, that of, of Brett's that doesn't have, like, the hair like hanging down in front of the face and being all weird looking like and whatever. The, uh, and it's like, like that weird WCW one. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like all slicked back. Yeah. But what it was doing was it made his forehead huge. That's what it is. But when we saw it in person in Dallas, it wasn't like that. It was, I don't know if they fixed it or if it was just the camera angle or what, but it looked really good. Yeah. Um, and uh and i think the chase is great yes like now again is it both for sure is it perfect probably not no but like it's way better than it looked and um yeah uh like i said when we saw it in person we were like okay this this is not that bad um so it's going from like from looking at the back of the box you know it's looking like they're going for that slicked back wet yeah. look for yeah. his hair. Yeah, you know? which was predominantly what Brett Brett's hair yeah. was when he wrestled. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, See, it's it's the forehead. In that yeah. picture, the forehead looks horrible. But I tell you what it's though, in person angle. it doesn't. I tell you what, if you pop that WrestleMania thirty heritage head scan on top of it, I bet you it's the best Brett figure ever. Hey, there you go. WrestleMania thirty. So let's 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 hear some questions yeah um here we go so we gotta go through and pick some of these out the three of us will pick one and uh the three of us will send a prize to the uh person that we pick okay so damn there's a bunch i know you're right cheyenne i do like that head scan on that heritage the the mania to me that's the best brett ever this one right yeah, that's the one. Hmm. It's got to be. It's that one or which Husfar was there for. It's got to be one of those, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I remember when Bosch got that signed for you the next day. Yeah, and then I felt so bad, like stressing him, like please make sure he signs it in pink because for whatever reason he signed my red card Hasbro in blue, and I was oh fucking fended. Oh. <laughs> it's four by six time there's some hoes in this house there's some hoes in this house there's some hoes in this house ask your mwo push of the week win a four by six time by hunt for a billion jerks major world order questions this week yeah um i'm gonna go with uh Joshua Stapleton, fake mm. bootleg TTD. Um, he says, I think NECA is killing it with their movie lines, mm. specifically 
the horror ones for me. What movie or series do you think should be done that has not been done yet? Um, I am going to echo um, what Matt has been saying on some podcasts mm. as of late, and it's Monster Squad. Uh, that's been one of my favorite movies since I was very, very little. Um, and it's never really, I mean, again, I'm echoing a lot of what Matt said, but it's true. Um, it, it's never really had uh, a lot of licensed merchandise like you start to see some more with like t-shirts or you know dvds or vinyl nowadays yeah. but no no figures or anything really um and like they already have the universal's monster line uh you know with frankenstein and wolfman and mummy and like they're all so good that i think with just like a few alterations we could get yeah. that monster squad line of the monsters and maybe even the kids i think that oh, would be really cool that. to see That'd be great. Um, you know, they could maybe do a couple uh, like Comic Con exclusives or something. Like they could do like a line of just the monsters and a line of just the kids and call it good because there's not a lot of longevity in it either. Right. Right. So, <clears throat> which is like the main thing with NECA. Like they look for longevity, especially yes. if you look at the TMNT line. Oh, yeah. Um, right. And you guys remember how hot it was last summer that we got Casey Jones with film. Mm-hmm. with film likeness uh, with film likeness yeah. uh, i'm i'm not a horror guy so i gotta do the shark tank and say i'm out because it's not it, it doesn't <laughs> have to be horror related it's it's not my wheelhouse i mean it can be any you know is there a is there a figure line when you were a kid that you were into that hasn't gotten like a cool new updated version or you know so go ahead and think about it it's it's funny you say that because neck is not doing it but I was on Entertainment Earth recently, and I'm also, I guess it's Batman because I'm Puerto Rican. Um, <clears throat> Zorro from the 98 film is getting figures. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the greatest thing because they're doing Banderas, Zeta Jones, and Anthony Hopkins. Wow. I mean, I remember loving that movie. Yeah. It was great. I haven't yeah. seen it Zorro. since, but I really liked it. And they are all coming with their weapons. So Zorro's going to have the two swords. Zeta's going to have the gun. I think Anthony Hopkins will only have his old man, his old man head scan, mm-hmm. not his younger one. Okay. Um, yeah. But what that. got me for that was that um, the villain Raphael and um, his henchmen love something, whatever. Uh, they're not getting figures, but it's funny you bring that up. But uh, yeah, those were the ones that um, that uh, that stuck to me recently. And I went on Entertainment Earth, and I'm like, oh shit, Zoro's getting a figure. So yeah. no, a good one. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I, I love I love the Mask of Zorro as a yeah. Me too. It's great. Um, Did you know that he has a that he has a PlayStation game? No, I just saw that too. It's like a child version of the Spider Man interface interface. Okay. Huh. And on a day where it's on sale, because I'm not paying what they want for it, <laughs> I will uh I will I will get it and I will tell you how it is. Awesome. Please. Oh yeah. Or I'll just buy it. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I'm full, not going to save money. Full retail husfar. So, <laughs> um so for me, uh I think I would love to see The Mask. Yeah. Oh wow. I, I agree. I, that was one of my childhood favorite uh movies, you know, but and yeah, it was just one movie, but you could do so many. Well, and there was the and cartoon it, as well that right. they yeah. could do. I know you mm-hmm. probably didn't watch the cartoon, but you could do iterations of that. Right. Sure. Right. You know, well, remember like, the film and the cartoon got toys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, sure. Sure. Back in the day, but new updated like, life, yes. like cool looking. Yeah. Ones. Like you could do Milo the dog, you know, you could do um, 
the uh all with a changeable head yeah like you oh, can yeah. take the dog head off and put the cartoon do, uh, one on Damien, oh my gosh Damien with yes. changeable heads yeah you could do um, cameron diaz oh yeah and the his best friend that looks like tom arnold but it's not tom arnold oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god he Oh, uh, Richard Jenny. Oh my yeah, god. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I, I, that might be the movie I watch when I'm yeah. going to bed tonight. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a classic, dude. It's on and, HBO Max. I just watched yep, it. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I agree, Jake. Uh, you know, I I had Wait, the Dick. the figure Thank line you. as a kid, um, mm-hmm. and I love them so much. And uh, we do need like updated. Actually, yeah. up there, I don't know if I could do it. I have the doll, the mask doll, and in oh, the back wow. of the head. You press a button and the tongue and the eyes pop out. Oh, that's awesome! That'd be cool yeah. too. Um, <laughs> you put my... that with your Steve Urkel, or was yeah. it Pee Wee Herman? Which one did you? Get? I have both. Um, he has I, both. I bought the Urkel from uh, Zombie yeah. at a flea market, yeah. and then and then the Pee Wee I had. Um, I also have the Tick from Ooh. the um, the Patrick Warburton Tick, which I Very really underrated. love that series. Yeah. Very underrated. Very Batman well. Yes, Batman. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I love that. So for my pick, um, this is tough. It was between two di- two things. Um, I'll just say them both real quick. The the main one I want is uh, I'm a huge Twin Peaks fan. I don't mm. know if anyone ever watched that back in the day. Or I love Twin the, Peaks, the new series. Uh, you you know what it is? Yes, it's it's the fancy Hooters. Oh yeah, it is the lumberjack Hooters. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so um so it got uh, a couple pops and it got um a funko when they were doing those like reaction type of figures it got yeah. like a four pack of those but i want like neca quality like a series you know with with the you know like ultimates like with the um you know their ultimate editions where they have the changeable yeah. heads and like yeah. accessories and stuff the other one it got a figure uh, back in the day, but I feel like they need to update it. Is a uh, uh, phantasm. They did make a tall man figure, but the head isn't. It's yeah. like one of the first ones when they were called yeah. classics. Yeah. So the 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 head, like I noticed, the paint isn't as good because I've tried to get one on eBay. Sure. Um, but if they did an updated tall man and then maybe like Reggie with the um the tr- the the four. Uh, barrel shotgun yeah and and mike you know they could do both mics because there's be two cool. mics yeah um, yep. i i think they could do a lot of cool stuff uh with either of those two lines very cool, cool. oh man uh jesus oh i lost it it's all your fault Jim. <laughs> <laughs> sorry do you have a question um i, I was gonna pick jeff manalia's he says <laughs> ooh New four by six. Let's start the third collection. We'll think of a question after I clock out of work. That was twenty three hours ago, so you still must be working now. Wow! overtime. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see. Oof, there's a lot. Oh, what's this? One? Do you have any gray poupon? <laughs> a lot of Wayne's World out here. A lot yeah. of Wayne's World. Oh, actually, actually, I don't know. I don't think that's what you're actually going for. But oh, it's a good thing I brought this up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so uh, Purple Best Wishes tie-dye hair guy or whatever, he says, <laughs> he says uh, this week's guest has a great mustard story. Have him tell it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, he, he's laughing. He's... he's, he's He's become disconnected. Oh, he's he's lost control of. He's Hussmar laughing. <laughs> <laughs> he's wheezing. <laughs> We're at a bar one night. 
<laughs> okay, let me set it up. We're at a bar one night for a, for a friend's birthday. Um, it's a bar in Times Square that no longer exists called Tonic. And um, nice bar, and it was known to have karaoke. And we hadn't been there in a while since I had been thrown out of the bar for being drunk and thinking I was Ric Flair. <laughs> Separate story, not of itself. So we get there, and it's about eight of us. And we're hanging out, and at this bar, they had these really long tables on the side when you would walk in, like these four-footers, but you could only stand or have two seats on each side. So kind of tight, but to accommodate more people in the bar. We have this section where right next to the bar, all of a sudden, this extremely uh, tall woman, she had to be at least seven foot twelve, big, and... She starts dancing with the women in our group, in our party, and they're all friends, and her name is so-and-so, and she's like, oh, my God, you guys are so cool. You know, it's my birthday. Oh, it's my birthday. So she becomes friendly with the other women, and, you know, we start doing karaoke and songs and stuff like that, and all of a sudden, right after I sing, the girl, our friends go to smoke cigarettes. They come back in. We're laughing, telling these stories. And the tall woman, this 13 foot eight woman, thinks that we're laughing and making fun of her. Now, at this time, she's got a lot of liquid courage. You could tell that she went from that friendly drunk to that longer face. She's totally fueled up, right? So we're like, nobody's talking about you. We're just going about our business. Then she starts accusing the female friend of taking her boyfriend, which I didn't even know she had one that night. So ultimately, it gets broken up. We tell security something because now she's harassing us. So <clears throat> security's like, you got to calm down. You got to chill. You got to this. You got to that. She's closer to the door. We're at these awkward tables. All of a sudden, we feel stuff thrown at us. And it's this awkward sense because it's like, you know, it's not food. And it's like, you know, it's not water or liquid. So we're thinking she's throwing alcohol at us. And all of a sudden, I'm, we're all looking. It's dark. We're trying to find And I hear mm-hmm. Bob say, this bitch just throw mustard at us? <laughs> and sure enough, she threw mustard again. I don't know where she got the mustard <laughs> from. Don't ask me. <laughs> so one of our females in the group was like, this fucking bitch just threw mustard. So she goes to fight her. And instead, security gets in the way. And it was like the Raw where Jericho got fired. And it took about six security guards to take out this 15 foot seven woman out of this New York City <laughs> bar. It was one guy in each leg and each arm. They literally tackled her, subdued her, and carried her out of the bar for wow. throwing mustard at us. She ruined my favorite scarf. <laughs> my mother got me that scarf. Oh man. Yeah. Terrible. That's the must that's the mustard story. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went back to that same bar <clears throat> for my birthday again. And they gave me, instead of a cupcake for a happy birthday, they put a candle in a container of mustard. <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah. Those are the kind, of, friend, those are the kind of friends I have. <laughs> so. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you got a question, Hussy? Oh, so wait, is that, was that the question answered, basically? I, <laughs> I, don't I mean, I guess he said, "Tell the mustard story." Well, I yeah. know, but like, is that the that is that the question you're picking, Jake? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh man. All right. Um, well, 
I have one if you want. Uh, actually, I'll go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick Sal Davalos's question. Mm -hmm. uh, what item or figure would you say is your holy grail? And is there a backstory to it? Um, I mean, so I will say this. So I would say I actually got my holy grail. Um, I would say my holy grail would be like a, a pre-production figure of some type. Um, you know, just of someone... I really like or like a wrestler I really like or whatever so I actually thanks to Eamon uh, he messaged me one day and he's like just sends me a link and it's for um, this is a prototype Kenny Omega from the um, very first Unrivaled I think? yeah, I, I yeah the Jazz Unrivaled or Unmatched Um, so I was like oh and like I looked at the price and I was like oh shit like very affordable, so I just hopped right on it. Um, but yeah, I'd say, you know, my Holy Grail is just something pre-production just because it's, you know, something I really like, you know, wrestler I really like, and it's like a, a it's a pre-production. It's special, it's different, you know? So, um, and it's special to me just because I met Kenny, and, you know, he's a big inspiration to me, and uh, it'll be good to add it to the, the collection. So, he just looks like a... The same figure, just not painted. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I like it. Who's next? Oh, uh, man. Um, I'm curious to hear what, what your grails are. I always love that with with other fans. Go on. So, one that we <laughs> one that we own. No, it doesn't have to be one you own. Oh, it could be. I'm going to go with one we own because there's so much. That's that kind of what I it seems like to me. Is kind of a. Yeah, I, I think that's also yeah. just the easier way to go with yeah. what you own. Okay. <clears throat> Man. Uh... So, for me, I gotta go with the Defining Moments Macho Man from WrestleMania 8. Uh, that was the, the white with the blue. Yeah, yeah. seven with the matching warrior. Yep, yep. Or, I'm sorry, seven. It was seven, not eight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's that's gotta be because I wanted that figure for such a long time, because that was one of my favorite manias growing up as a kid. And then uh, I finally got the chance to buy it and the warrior at the same time. And Nice. I just, yeah, it's just, that's that's definitely my favorite. That's always cool when you have the corresponding. Oh, figure. yeah. It, and it's it's awesome when they make that like that. You know what I mean? Like you get, because like, there's, there's so many figures that they've made where there's just one. And it's like, man, you really need the other guy to go with it. And this, yeah. this is one of those rare occasions where they they did it right and it yeah it looks, they look great together um i suppose and it, it's not i mean it does say item or figure so uh for the item and you know it, it was something sorry andrew's just doing silly things <laughs> that only patreon folk can see um so um something that i was able to accomplish recently uh, and and Husvar, you know, with with the assist. Mm. Um, Sorry, I didn't get to film it. That's okay. Um, it was very very hectic moment. Um, but uh, so I mean, recent somewhat kind of story. But you know, I'll I'll try and go through the bullet points of it fairly fast. Um, my two favorite wrestlers. Uh, I mean, Shawn Michaels always. Um, and you know when. You know, Zack Ryder, you know, one-legged tights, woo-woo-woo came on the scene and, and all the, 
the the innovative things that he was doing to get noticed big big deal to me as a up and coming uh artist of sorts you know trying to just get out there so i really connected with that and he became favorite uh went to wrestlemania 32 in dallas i saw him win the intercontinental title um fast forward to this previous wrestlemania going there for major uh, pod weekend uh it's in dallas gonna be meeting and hanging out with matt and all of that and um i want to get the a white intercontinental title um ah. and it's something that i could do at any time you know with matt but having it done in dallas was a big deal to me um the place that i saw him win the title so uh through one thing or another sales not sales whatever was starting to lean towards not going to get this this belt um and my my wife uh talked to andrew got it figured out had bought the belt had it shipped to dallas um i was able to get matt to sign it and then because this person has also held the white IC title. Shawn Michaels is doing a signing in Dallas that weekend as well. Um, again, thanks to Husvar and my wife for, for making this all work. We went to this Shawn Michaels signing. I got, um, so if you're looking at it, I got Shawn Michaels on the left side of the strap. You know, he was the first one of the two to have it signed in red paint pin. And then on the opposite side, Zack Ryder in purple paint pin. And now I've got my two favorite wrestlers on the same title that they both held basically. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that's the backstory cool. to um, one of my Holy grail wrestling items. And this motherfucker cool. is going to go, he's going to go through meeting Shawn Michaels without having a photo with him. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you're getting a fucking photo, whether you like it or not. So he got a photo with him. I too. did. I did. And thank you. Oh, that's awesome. That's a good one. Um, yeah. That's tough because I, there was a time in my life until I got a good job and started making good money that like every figure I got was a Holy Grail because I, sure. I missed so many. Sure. And I'm kind of at this point in my life. I've always been the collector where I buy the figures I want, not that I, not, you know, just, just to buy it. Same. I'm not a completionist per se, you know, like no offense, you know, those last Jack's classics that are horrendous. I probably will never run to buy, you know. Um, <clears throat> so having said that, um, I've recently, if you've been watching me on my unboxings on YouTube, that's kind of been the theme, me going after some of the older stuff. Yeah. Um, so I actually it's funny. I just unboxed one of them today. So if you're if you're going to be watching on the Patreon, this is actually a big deal. Because I, I haven't even taken it out of the bubble wrap. This has got to be one of one of them. Um, I got a blade around here somewhere because I'm Puerto Rican. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> no, I'm Puerto Rican. I can say that. I, I, <laughs> I know. It just... <laughs> um, so, yeah, taking this out of the bubble wrap. But... Aside from this, uh, and I just looked it up. Thank you to Jason Dunsell for selling uh, me the Ric Flair. Yes. For selling me the Ric Flair Hasbro. Sign. Oh yeah. yeah. Did did you like just figure that out, or did you like? No, did I like just, just... Uh, while while um 
while Jake Boski was telling his his dream figure, I tapped in real quick. Got it. And I know that because it was one of the last PayPal transactions that I did. There you go. Yeah, no, uh, Jason's a great guy in the group. Another guy that does just these killer customs. Uh, does he no, really? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, Mike LaPuma's been getting a lot of, like, really unique Hulk Hogan figures from him. Um, and, uh, you know, he's done one. He took the... Um, the Undisputed Era three-pack and turned it like that and the box into Matt, Mark, and Brian. Um, wow. And, yeah, it's super cool, and he he's always doing uh, really fun things and posting them in the group. So um, he's definitely a guy to, to you know, now, watch what he's posting. <clears throat> now, this was a non-major figure buy, plus the guy wants to stay anonymous for some reason anyway. But okay. You know who you are, but if you're watching, what I'm taking out of the plastic right now. Oh yeah, is the all pink RSC Ooh. Bret Hart. Yeah, it's that's been a, eluding. That's a grill for me too. Yeah, it's been eluding me for a couple of years. Uh, Jake, do you have it? Nope. All I can tell you is, is I'm looking you in the eyes as a man. Just buy it now because it's gonna go up. I know. I, I literally just looked at it last week and it was like 500 bucks. <laughs> You're you're lucky. Yeah. You're lucky. I'll put it to you like that. Should have oh. bought it when it was thirty five or forty bucks on ringside. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, back then that was back when ringside was still charging. You know the twenty three or twenty four. Oh, okay, okay. When yeah. that one yeah. came out, you know. Um, now I can't even get a basic edge for less than thirty bucks. Yeah, and then before <laughs> that, I also got this guy. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I got, I got I one. Have that, too. I have that. And um, the other one would be, because it's behind my Defining Moments line, it would be the, the Hasbro Flair sign, yeah. No, I don't have that one. <laughs> and then here's a fun fact. it's I won it in a raffle, and, it, and I guess because of what the item is, it's a grail figure because of the autograph. I have a WCW Macho Man Randy Savage license plate. Oh, wow. Signed. Wow. Damn. <clears throat> and I have never opened it. It's, in, it's still in the shipper box. Oh man! Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't open that until you're ready to display it. That's I, I, I'm scared to even have it out. One day you're gonna open it, and be like, it's gonna be like two years later. You'll be like, those motherfuckers didn't send me my license plate. Plastic wrap. Imagine this. This is a this is a Mr. T, you know, or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know, oh man! But yeah, that those would be those would be it for me. Yeah, yeah, no, those are great Brett, figures. That's funny that you brought that bread out. I was legit thinking like that's probably my holy grail of elites that I don't have. I is is it me or like during lockdown all of a sudden that became so desired, right? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. I don't think it was really that hot before that, you know. But no, it wasn't. I mean, but it is a great figure with that, you know, that big pink jacket mm -hmm. with the black fringe or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, and I don't know exactly what the face scan is like and all that, but like overall, I want to say this is, this that's, that's is, from the '93 Royal Rumble against yeah. Razor Ramon. Yeah, and it's the same yeah. head scan that would get used in the Heritage figure that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, uh, the the overall presentation of that figure is just mm. awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. it is. It, it looks great for sure. <clears throat> you got to juice it up with some of those uh, JPD stickers, though. For the, for the I, I 
I, I'd love to, but you'll definitely see me juice it up with a newer Brett figure. Uh, okay. Not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> if those damn universal protectors weren't so hard to get on ringside, I'd have two on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, is that it? That is. Did you, offic- did you officially ask a question? <laughs> Maybe. I don't remember. Well, there was obviously the mustard thing. There was the mustard was more one. Of a joke. Um, no, I didn't. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's go with uh, Brian Lyons. He says, what signs should be in a crowd at Husvar's first match? Oh, interesting. He ain't even here to, to hear. I'm him. a hussy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, that is good. Yeah, I like that. He cuts his first promo. I'm going to get you at the fairgrounds, me and all my hussies. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think me, I would, uh, hmm, I don't know what I would. Well, Billy, but... you're going to fly in for that, right? You're not going to miss it. Man, I feel like I would have to, to go. Yeah, you got to go. Yeah. We're talking about you again. What'd yeah. I do? We, the Nothing question yet. was uh, the question was what signs would we put in the audience for your first match? Oh, and Cheyenne had a great one. What do you say? I'm a hussy. Yeah, like I that's could... that's the name of your fans, the hussies. Yeah, I mean, I, I see a majority <laughs> the of hussets. I see a majority of them being like ride that dick or <laughs> or a hot spark or. <laughs> Or like uh, Grandma Hussy, or ride Husfar home. I'm gonna. <laughs> It'd right, mostly so. be all your your friends just trying to be yeah. funny. Yeah. So I would my uh, my sign would definitely say if Husfar wins, I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. I mean, I I, w- I think I would do like. Husvar, aka Handsome Husvar, aka Heartbreak Husvar, aka Kick His Ass Husvar. That would be cool if you did that. Like each person down the whole row had like a Husvar sign that said Husvar, aka. Like they do with like the Woo sign. Yeah. W O O O O O O. Yes. Yeah. Just do it all the way around the ring. That front row. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. That would be dope. If it wasn't like such a pain in the ass, instead of streamers, we could throw toilet paper. Yeah, because it'd go part. further, <laughs> right? Another one I could see is Shower Breaker or Dry, <laughs> dry Lip Andy. Oh, yeah. if AJ and Swoggle are in the crowd, you are. Uh, if I'm are... if I'm a heel and I see those signs, they're definitely getting ripped up, like in a million. AKA, pieces. I'm married to your wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I Let me try on out. your wedding ring. <laughs> Hey, Jake, I'm married to your wife I'm now. I'm married to your wife now, Jake. <laughs> you, should do like, you should do like wild and crazy guys from Saturday Night Live, but as heels. That oh, yeah. should be your thing. <laughs> yes. yes. That would be good. That would be hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Cheyenne, this was fun. Yeah. Thank this you was a blast. For, thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank, thank you for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Um, it was cool to to learn more about like your collecting habits and you being you. in the business and all that. And you know, I guess if we had to tell some stories about that purple guy, tie dye hair guy, that's his new name. I like <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, we we call him. Uh, I think I came up with it. We call him Perps. Perps. Yes, Perps. because of yes. the trips thing. I that pops me every yeah. time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think he liked it quite at first, but then it was like, uh, you <laughs> oh, know, no, like, he, this he isn't embraces so. it. He embraces it. Oh, you mean Ron embracing something that gets him over? Yeah. Well, well the best was I had. I had That's why he embraced me. Oh. Wow. I, That's. I had him in my phone as purple best wishes shirt guy for the longest time. And then I screenshotted something and he's like, that's what you have my name as. And I'm like, all right, let me change it. And then I change it to perps. <laughs> so now every time he texts me, he says perps. Well, the first time that I, I still have him on my phone is Ronnie. Mm. And so the um, first time April ever saw that, she like lost it in a good way. Cause she's like, nobody ever calls him that but me. So because everyone called him Bosch at that time, and now he's like, you know, he's like Jericho. He's a wizard one week. He's this. He's that. He's, you know, <laughs> That's funny. You know. But no, it was a good time being able to to hang out with you and yeah, you know definitely. officially be able to to talk with you and yeah, get to know you better. So yeah, no, this is a real this is a real thrill for me, guys. I'm I'm really touched that you guys even considered me, and of course, I, I can't express this enough. I feel like I I know you all, and I can't wait to see you and spend time with you. Yeah, man. And uh, IRL. Yes. Who's and, Earl? Who's Earl? My cousin. <laughs> and and <laughs> once you like and once you hang out with like Cheyenne, like when I hung out with him at big event, like I was like, I need my Cheyenne time. Give me my Cheyenne time. <laughs> the, legit, I have seen him text that or you know say that in the past. So yeah, um, it's it it's because I'm funny. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> all right, it's everything. It's all the things about you. That's um, all. And that's well, how I feel about him, so it makes sense. There you go. He needs his Cheyenne time, and you need hugs. That's right. So. Yes. I'm all a right. hussy. Yes. Do the hussy. <laughs> do the hussy. Hey, hey, hussy. Do, do, the, the, do the thing. Do the other hussy thing. Oh. Play my music. Do, do, do. I got Galoom, a uh, Hasbro Dusty. I got the merch that drives the marks while the ring-worn gear, they want to wear it. H-A-R-D, just like Blue Chew. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. Claim all the figs. Claim all the merch. Like Super Gabby. You already know the Michael Jordan. And Scotty Pippen. With Phil Jackson. Always scratching that itch. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. Hey, all you major marks. Claim all that merchandise. 